Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Friesel, and this month, my very special guest is co-host of the second best podcast, according to the 2017 Cartridge Club Awards, allegedly, and the golden smooth maple <laughs> syrup vocal pipes behind Mars mixtape. That's right, you guessed it, Buried on Mars. How you doing, Mars? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, and thank you for adding allegedly to that statement, because I was ready to walk off the show. I was ready to just make a beeline to say, nope, not doing it. You know, I don't have the facts. I'm just saying what I heard. So you got to add that. You got to add the alleged. I'm I'm not being on any show that considers Fandango only second best. We are number one, baby. (laughs) No, you're number one in my heart. Oh, man, I'm going to get so much crap for that on STC now. (laughs) Who cares? Nobody listens to that show. (laughs) Yeah, screw those guys. They aren't here right now. We can talk all the smack we want. We're on the best podcast anyways about portable games to be fair you know cc portable and cc prime were not uh voted on so i didn't even have a chance did you realize that no i didn't know that so cc prime was not eligible and cc portable was not eligible correct correct really we we sat up in our ivory towers on our high horses (laughs) and we let all the little people fight over who was going to be the best podcast. I see. Wow. Well, that is uh, some new information. I wondered why nobody had voted for uh, CC Prime or CC Portable, why it wasn't uh, up there on the list. I, I thought it would be number one. No, regardless. Uh, the, the right. CC Portable would have been like dead last still. Do you think so? I don't yep. think so. No, no. You would have got at least. We would have came in under votes. Retro Rejects. <laughs> we're just throwing everybody under the bus and then and and actually there was one one podcast we probably would have beaten and that would have been the shelf cast only (laughs) only because we've actually put out a second episode i don't know the shelf cast has a lot of fans out there and a lot of people in the cartridge club like to vote on things ironically so i think shelf cast might have got a few ironic (laughs) probably would have yeah. Did they give out yeah. a, like actual awards? Are they going to send those people anybody? Or no, those people anybody? What does that even mean? Those people. Are they going to send no, those guys any sort of prize? I, I believe those people, or as I like to call them, those uh, posers, uh, mm. are not getting anything, as Good. far as I know. Good. Yeah. I don't want them to have anything. But I digress, because yes. we're not here to talk about STC. We're, talk- we're here to talk about CCP. And yeah. for this month's CCP, we played Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance, capping off our Metroid double feature for January and February, as voted by you. We, uh, this, was, this game won our Who Do You Love poll, beating out Zelda for Galactic Supremacy in 2018 as the most kick lady out there. Do, do, you, uh, are, do you agree with that? Do you think that Samus is better than Zelda, just as a whole? I... Character-wise, let's, let's as, not talk about this. This is games. a family show as, as a whole. That is that is terrible, Curtis. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I think of them as both as ladies, and uh, I think um, Zelda has a lot of class. She's a very class, high class lady. But I like uh, I like how Samus gets it done. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a problem. No, I don't know. What you mean there's elaborate. A... How does Samus get it done? Well, you know, there's a problem on a planet, right? Yep. I got some Metroids over there. She's like, you know what? I'll go take care of them. I'll take it. I'll 
I'll put on all the armor and I'll put on, I'll get all the upgrades and all that. And I'll do it myself. I don't need like some guy in a little green suit to come and save me. She gets it done. That's a fair point. And she does have some mighty powerful shoulder pads going on in her suit there. It was the 80s. Although it was toned down in Metroid Fusion, I noticed. She doesn't have the big, like, balls. That was a poor choice of words. (laughs) Yeah, she (laughs) does. Yeah, different different, uh, style of outfit, definitely, for Fusion. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, Mars, chat me up about Metroid and you. Do you love it? Do you hate it? What have you played? Give us a foundation from which we can build upon. Well, if you notice, you didn't... When it came to Metroid, you didn't go to like some other poser podcast and pull someone from there and get them on the show. You got a legit fan of Metroid really? to talk about Metroid and discuss Metroid because I have played every Metroid game in existence. The only one I, I have never finished is that DS one. I can't get into that one. Which uh, one? But all the rest. The Metroid Prime I, Hunters? Yeah, Hunters. Yeah, okay. I couldn't. You know, the little stylus and moving around. I can't get into that one. But the rest, I, I've played through to completion. And uh, Fusion is, it's up there. It's one of, it's, I think it's in the top five. All right, sorry, sorry, jeez. Spoiler alert, we haven't got there yet. I just want your history. Okay, well, my hit, I I played the games. That's good to know. I That's impressive. You've played all the Prime games as well? Have you played Metroid Other M? Yeah. I got 100% <laughs> in that. <laughs> oh, no. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And... Well, the gameplay in that game isn't terrible. It's it's There's some good gameplay in it. It's just the story is, which a lot of it is tied into this game, because that game takes place in between Fusion and Super Metroid. Right. It's like the uh, Other M is kind of like, uh super metroid 3.5 in the in the story line right yeah and so i besides the story the gameplay i i thought it was okay and i enjoyed it enough to finish it to 100 percent. so well i'll be honest i haven't played it i just i'm going off of what i hear you know i'm jumping on the band the hate bandwagon because for all i know it could be amazing i think cc prime should play it like i think that's a game that's right for the picking they should they got to pick more games that are interesting and uh uh controversial you know what i mean like they're just going with all the easy <laughs> well i i don't know cc prime right now just seems to be the uh place all the games that the cartridge bros missed on the playstation 2 and they're just going back and playing <laughs> all those. i mean well they, they had odin's fear and yep. uh uh cloud dark cloud dark cloud the next month it's uh kingdom hearts is coming kingdom up Heart- they're all playstation 2 games yeah where's, you're right where's, you know where's the, the and they're yeah. all like super long like rpg type games what's <laughs> time to play all that oh um, yeah this is this is yeah, a good that... good like burn session in support of <laughs> like come play cc portable games fandango will bring you down into the dirt my friend <laughs> glad to have um, you here but uh yeah other m definitely would make a good podcast so there's a lot of good discussion in there for sure well good okay so you got a big background in metroid actually i didn't know that i knew that you liked metroid i had no idea that you'd like played all the games you've played more than me that's great and thank you in uh speaking of the metroid uh metroid fusion did you how did you play did you play it on game boy advance ds 
here here's confession time um i know i'm on cc portable okay i i have never played fusion portable if that makes sense are you saying that you you cheated (laughs) sort of i guess i cheated on my how did you play it my son um back in the day uh in the early aughts Mm-hmm. I didn't have a Game Boy. Instead, I bought a Game Boy player for the mm-hmm. GameCube. And uh, I played Fusion that way on the on the GameCube. I see. And uh, you you got like this look like as if you're a reverend now and I'm in confession. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and on, uh, this time around, um, I tried. I put the game into the Game Boy and I tried playing it a little bit on the handheld, but it's just I'm I'm old. I can't. It, the screen's too small, mm-hmm. so I played it on uh, my RetroPie, nice big and blown up on the 4K TV. Okay, well, you'd just say 12, you know, hail mother brains. I don't know what <laughs> I'm not Catholic at all. I don't know how to do this. Part. Uh, hail Mary. So yeah, you're in the you're in the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. 12 hail mother brains hail mother brains and um, sure. all shall be forgiven my son all right thank you thanks. actually that's okay i that playing it on the game boy advance player i think that's totally fine that's a great yeah, way it's to legit, play right that's yeah. totally legit retro pie you dirty dirty pirate <laughs> stealing games <laughs> wait okay so this is uh well i don't want to get into it because i'm going to drag but, but how, how could i steal a game that i have i, ha- I own a legit copy of it it's right it's right here Wait, it's right here. Look at it. He's Legit showing copy. me. He's showing me the game right now. Wait, that's not the game in at the all. Box. That's Pokemon. That's it. No, no, no it's Metroid Fusion. It's in the box. Even <laughs> oh, I got everything. He I does. got the he manual. Does. He does have the box. That's actually pretty good that you got the box and everything. Look at you. You're a real collector. Yay! Yeah, I, I collect things Metroid. That's for sure. Well, good. Okay, so I think we got a good foundation from which to build upon. So let's get into this game let's talk about the history of this game this one's this is easy this is my part so metroid fusion if you didn't know out there audience was originally released in north america on october 17th 2002 makes it what 16 almost coming up on 16 years old that's crazy long time ago Uh, this is the fourth installment of the original metroid series following super metroid which you can check out in the cartridge club archives shout out that was like one of the first episodes they did, I think, before they started doing all this PS2 nonsense. <laughs> um, and then this also marks the end of the Metroid timeline as of this recording. So yeah. this is the... I, I don't know where the Metroid Prime timeline takes place, but in the original Metroid timeline, this is the furthest we've seen so far. Like you said, Metroid Other M comes before this. So yeah, Prime takes place before the first Metroid game, I believe. Yeah, before okay. the first one. Or it's in between one and two. Yeah. It's before she gets to... Yeah, it's in between one and two. That's what okay. it is. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the furthest we've ever gotten in Metroid. And then, you know, for 16 years, we haven't had a game that explores any further. No. We just, it's we all... just keep getting all these prequels. It's like Star Trek. We can't go any yep. further. I know. You know? I, I don't know why they do that. I don't know what... What it is, if they feel like as if people new to the series, it's like, oh, is this, if this is five, do I have to play the previous four or something or whatever? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the marketing strategy is there. I don't know why. 
they can't carry on from fusion. I don't know if it's, they got, they're worried too much about, uh, what's, what's that stuff, lore and stuff and having to move forward. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why they do that. Yeah, and there's most plenty recently of... they, they, they just remade the second one, which was great, by the way. I don't want to disparage that. That was a fantastic remake. But it would just be like, why couldn't they just do that and make it a sequel? I don't know. Me neither. Which brings me to my big question. Did Metroid Fusion kill the Metroid series? <laughs> That's a lofty question. I, I don't think so. I think it just um, yeah, because well, there's like it, without spoiling the ending yet, um, there's much more to explore after this story finishes. There's a whole universe out there, a whole galaxy out there for Samus to explore. So I I I don't know. I don't know why they but can't. We haven't gotten a proper sequel yet. It's all been I, Metroid Prime and and remakes. Yeah. And, and I mean, Metroid I, Prime Federation Force, that classic. Did you play that one? Yeah, what, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, Prime 4, even, I think, is still going to be... It's in, like, the Prime universe, so it's not even going to get to uh, past, right. you know, uh, uh, this game. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's still the same answer. I don't know. Well, maybe I don't we'll circle back to this question at the end. Because I, okay. do, I do really wonder. Metroid is such a popular series... And ever since this one, they've never gone past it. Why is that? I don't get it. This is like one of their like flagship series. It doesn't like Metroid doesn't sell as well as the Mario and the Zeldas, and uh, even Pokemon or whatever. It's it's down there. If you look at all like the top ten, like the number one is still Wii Sports and all that right. stuff. And uh, Samus is down there, right? She just traditionally does not sell as well. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. I don't know if that's part of it. It's really the only series where Nintendo actually tries to have some sort of cohesive story. You know, at the beginning of a Mario game, Peach's kidnapped, Mario goes save her. It doesn't, like, two doesn't really tie into the first one or three. Sometimes there's similarities here and there, but really, even Zelda games, you know, like, they'll tie in something, like, you'll find a statue, you know, from a previous game in a Zelda game, yeah. and it's, you know, it'll well, be a Zelda nod. has that, that wacky timeline where there's, like, you know, yeah, which, it splits I mean, into an alternate timeline, and come on, all this. they made that up on the fly. They made that up afterwards. Uh, Metroid is the only one where they actually try to have a story, and you know what? Maybe it's just not Nintendo's thing. Like, they just can't have like a, a ongoing series like that it's not just not in their in their wheelhouse if you will <laughs> so maybe that's that's just the result of of this wackiness you know well the story that's a, that's a good segue because i always have my guest read the story of the game right. and can i just say when i was like researching and like i basically just copy and paste and uh the story that i found was so long i mean you would have been reading for like five minutes uh, so I just pared it down. I kind of took like what I thought was the most important stuff you needed to know, plug that in there. That's what you're going to read. Great. Okay. So, well, would you I do me the this, honors, this, Mars? I, I was dreading this part of the show because I rarely pay attention to story. I just get in and start playing. You know, like yeah. I skip past like all the words. I don't want to read. I want to play a game. You know, me too. Whatever. And just side note before before you get into this, this <clears throat> game has a lot of text and reading, yes. much more than the yes. other ones. It is a very story-driven Metroid game. It's probably the only 
Metroid game other than maybe other M that is so heavily story driven. Right. Uh, traditionally, if we can get into it, traditionally in a, in a Metroid game, your actions progress uh the events you know you go into a room there's a boss you beat the okay. boss yeah 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 don't don't get into that don't too much into, all right i'll talk about yeah we, we will definitely get there let's let's uh okay. let's lay the groundwork still <laughs> okay so uh yeah very intricate story for a metroid game the game begins with samus Aran acting as a bodyguard for biologic research for a biologic research team on planet sr388 that's the same planet from Metroid 2, uh, where she, yeah, where she gets the the baby Metroid and all that stuff. Okay, eventually they run into a horn hornad, hornatoad, hornoad. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. They run into a little monster, and uh, they confront some, and Samus kills it, and it uh, this yellow blob emerges from this little monster, and uh, it kind of attaches itself onto Samus. It destroys, says it destroys and enters Samus's body, right? So it kind of fuses Samus's suit to her because Samus is like a human being inside of this suit, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so the Metroids are the only known predator of the X. So, the, so it's kind of a cool story when you think about it. Uh, in the previous game, Metro, uh, Samus went in, wiped out all the Metroids. The only predator for this x organism is the metroids so now this x organism kind of takes over the planet all right so maybe i should just read instead of talking no uh, i did so like metroid that and I, you know what it made me think of and mind you i'm just trying to get like some star trek cred with you right now even though okay. i haven't seen this but i've heard about it so in voyager the borg are like they they fear you know up until this point the borg have been like all powerful and right then in, yeah, yeah there's that i forget there's another race that like hunt the, the, the CG, yeah, the CG race, yeah, right. That are like yeah, yeah. the only thing that are a threat to the Borg, right, right. Uh, it just reminded me of that. Anyway, move on. There's a lot of tie-ins to uh, it's a sci-fi story, right? So there's a lot of tie-ins to Star Trek, Aliens, of course, and all that. All right, so Metroids are the only known predator of X. However, since Samus destroyed all the Metroids in SR88 in a previous mission, the X are able to multiply unchecked, seeing this as the key to curing her. Doctors propose using a Metroid cell from Samus's dead baby, Metroid. Oh my goodness, this is a run-on sentence. Yeah. Oh man, I, didn't I hate write this, this part. I didn't write this. I, I could tell it's it was written by a professor. I think. Yeah. All right, so using a Metroid cell from Samus's dead baby Metroid to make the anti-X vaccine. Apparently, the Federation had managed to preserve a cell culture from the baby that saved Samus while she was on Zebus a second time. The serum was prepared and injected without delay, completely eradicating the X. There were, however, two side effects. Samus could no longer be hurt by normal X and could even absorb them, absorb them to replenish health and ammunition. But she also inherited the Metroid's vulnerability to cold. Samus is sent in to man, I add words too. Samus <laughs> is sent to investigate an explosion on the biological space laboratory's research station, where the specimens from SR388 and the infected pieces of her power suit are being held. You made it! All yes. right. My goodness. And I'm telling you, there was like 20 more paragraphs. It was oh, the most complicated a, it, backstory. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um. 
And I, I couldn't even follow that, what I was reading. Yeah, so <laughs> long story short, there's a predator that hunts yeah. the Metroids. It infects Samus, you know, given the fusion name uh, right. to, the, to the game. And she is sent back to the planet from the second game where she has to hunt down and, like, destroy all the X's now, essentially. Right. Um, and that's, that's your story. And I'm, st- I, I wrote this down as a, as a note. I'm starting to get a real diehard vibe from the Metroid series. Like if you piece this story together, like you said, you know, this is Nintendo's like one t- attempt at like having a full fledged story. This right. is great. She's had the longest day ever. Like mm. it, she just keeps going from Metroid crazy adventure to Metroid crazy adventure one after the other. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, she can't get away from this. I, I know they intentionally linked the, the the series as it began to the Alien series. So I see her more of a, as an Ellen Ripley uh, kind of character, you know, where she's always dragged into the Metroid thing. You know, yes. we got to go do it, you know. A fair point. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, but to but, heart's a good uh, analogy as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's just like the same thing keeps happening over and over again, but it totally happens to Ellen Ripley as well. Okay, so we're going to get into it. The main game. And what I did this time, I've been trying to do this as I, as I go through the games now for CC Portable. I just kind of like write down the whole game as I'm going through it. And I do little notes and like what you pick up. And so we'll kind of go through that. And if you have anything to add or jump in or any thoughts, you know, feel free and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. So you start the game on the uh, main deck, which is where Samus's ship is parked i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know um and pretty soon you uh get missiles and morph ball which are metroid staples and then uh you learn samus can hang from ledges that's like a new a new mechanic they added yeah the the hanging on ledges and uh climbing walls those are like the two new features uh, uh in this correct game. the climbing yeah. walls yeah 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 um was that necessary? Um, I I think so because I I think I think a lot of the the stuff that this game kind of gets knocked around for was d- done because the game is designed to be a handheld game, right? It's not uh-huh. for um, you know, playing a, a, on in front of a console. So, for instance, like they added in that the hand holding thing because the intricacy with uh wall jumping for instance in super metroid you know like you can kind of switch uh samus's uh, uh momentum when she's spin jumping on the fly right. on the super nintendo right but you got a controller in your hand you're you sitting, can do that in this game as well you can but it's not as i don't think it's done as well like you can't jump up one wall in this game that's true like that's can. true you're right like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. in uh super metroid Right. Like you don't even like they'll put a wall on the other side, but you don't even really need to do it. You can wall jump, just go up one wall in this game. You can't really do that. So that's why they and I think it was done because you got you got this thing in your hands. Right. And you're trying to go back and forth and all that. And I don't think you can be as precise as you can on a console. So that's kind of like the way they got around it was we'll put these little ledges and now Samus can hold on to a ledge. Right. And this, the screen is a little more cramped, too, you know. You don't have as much space to work with. So I think that that's why it was done that way. Well, this was a, um, a bellwether, if you will, of things to come. 
right. changes. And yes. you, you started talking about that uh, earlier, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. So after you complete the main deck, you move into Sector 1, and you have an objective. It's made very clear what you're supposed to do. You have to stabilize atmospheric, uh, atmospheric pressure. And you got basically five units you got to clean the gunk out of, and it restabilizes the uh, pressure. You pick up the charge beam in Sector 1. Um, and as a quick note, I did write, I hate the stupid wall jump because it, it's always, <laughs> we were just talking about it, it's always so difficult to pull off. I, I, I feel like I can never master it. Did okay, you... I, I, I talked about this in the Super Metroid episode of CC Prime. You were on that? Prime. I was on that. Oh yep. my goodness. What? Of course. What I'm luck. The, okay, I'm, I'm the Metroid guy. You are. The, uh, the secret to wall jump, you, this is how you have to approach it. You have to think of it as you're inputting a move in a fighting game. You're not trying to do everything all at once, right? You're, you're not trying to like hit the jump button and press the direction, all that, and do it at the same time. You got to jump, give yourself like a, a, a beat, and then move over to the side. You know, and you do that, and and you get the hang of it. It's just all timing. Yeah, I mean, I did eventually get it, but I could it takes never, a little while. Uh, yeah, I could practice. never do it with any sort of consistency. I guess is is my issue. I could always eventually get it, but it was like, oh, it felt like I got, I just got lucky, and like I finally <laughs> pulled. Because when you have to do that motion, you know, like what ten uh -huh. times, eight times to get up right. a, a chasm. Oh, it was just I I I don't know. I, I feared every moment where I had to do that. And usually they never make you do it. You only ever have to do it to, like, find a secret, mm -hmm. which is good. Right, yeah. But I absolutely just can't stand that wall jump. It's so difficult. But I wouldn't have them take it out because it is a fun little thing if you can master it. I get that. I get that. But what I do take issue with is exactly what you were talking about about before so if we can jump back to what you were saying i didn't mean to cut you off but this is a good time to mention okay. it. so this is the time okay so traditionally in a metroid game your actions progress the events you go into a room um there'll be a boss you'll beat the boss you'll gain a new ability uh the, or walls will fall down somewhere or the the you know the entire environment would shake and all that and then you would go and discover what has been unlocked, what is open, what are these doors that I couldn't get through before. In uh, this game, this is really the only game that's where things are really story driven. You are told to go into this direction. You know, you're like they don't they don't give you an exact uh, way to get there. You're not following like a, a line in like Dead Space or something like that, where you like have like some sort of way lined out for you. So you get it, but you do get a general area of where you're supposed to go. The computer will say, "Go down into this area and find this spot," uh, and it'll even it'll even lock doors behind you. You know, like uh, you, you'll come into the, uh, I think it's the data room, right, where you go in and you mm -hmm. interact with the computer. Data room. No navigation room. Na navigation room. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, so yeah, you go in the navigation room, and the computer says. There'll be two doors into the navigation room. It'll say go left and go down, and you got to go into section two now, and you can't go right, which is very unusual for a Metroid game. Generally, it would be, you know, you open it up, and now you can go left or right. It's up to you to find where the next uh, uh, place to go is. And I, again, I believe that this was designed because this game was designed to be a handheld game. 
if you think about it, if you're on a handheld game and you, you know, you're, you're only supposed to be playing this thing, you know, for 10, 15, maybe 20, maybe a half hour, maybe a little car ride or something like that. Right. So you need a lot of save points. You need a lot of, when you turn the game back on, where do I go again? Where am I, what am I doing again? Where, where do I, you know, you got, you have that moment where you need to figure it out. And I don't feel as if like a traditional Metroid game, uh, works that well on on the handheld form because you're con you would be constantly trying to figure out where you need to go next you know so i think the game is designed to cut that time out and just say look this is where you need to go you need to go into this general area so what do you think about that do you think that was a good decision or a bad decision i think it's a good decision for a game that <clears throat> is uh, for a portable game but it is unusual in a metroid game it's not uh, true to like what part of what makes a Metroid game unique and different, you know, that, that sense of exploration is kind of uh, nerfed in this game. I agree. At times, at times. I took of, major issue with this. This is one of uh, a few things that actually bothered me about the game. I cannot stand that they tell you exactly what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to go in this yeah. game. I, that, to me, it goes against every convention in Metroid that they've ever done. It kills the exploration, and you're just, you're just a mindless robot, you know, doing the bidding <laughs> of this other robot. You go here, do right. this, do that. There's, it, it, there's no free will in that. It, that's that's okay. what Metroid's all about. you got to figure it out. Right. I, I think uh, eventually the game does open up, though. Eventually you go in through all the sections and all that. And there is a time where before you go uh, to uh, carry on the story, you got a lot. Like you can go back and explore all the areas. You can go find all the stuff that you missed. You can go find all the items that you didn't discover before. So there is part. A part of it is there. It's just it doesn't let you do it whenever you want. It says, OK, if you want to do this. You're going to do it after you do all this other stuff first. I guess it's, I guess there's just a lack of satisfaction that you mm. get from the other games when you finally figure something out. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to go here. Oh, my goodness. Like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You don't absolutely. get that. And yeah. I miss that. Like, that did bother me that I wasn't yeah. getting that satisfaction when I would find a new sector. You're like, what is this brand new world I've stumbled upon? Because I dropped a power bomb here, you know. You don't get that. It tells you I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> heated up. Well, you, you uh, played this. This is the first time you played this game this no, month. No, I have played this before, um, oh, but it, okay. it had been a few years, so I really didn't remember it. Okay, so this first time you played it in a long time. You forgot all about that stuff. So you're kind of in. You're like in the denial stage, right? You're like bar. You're in the bargaining stage, like Nintendo. Why did you do that? And all that? I'm in the acceptance stage, right? It's like, <laughs> this game's been 16 years old. It is what it is. It, yeah, no, it, I'm, it, it, I'm not there yet. I'm like, why? Right. Why? And this goes back to my original, my big question. Did this, did Metroid Fusion kill the Metroid series? And they make these radical game-changing decisions within this game. Now, the only true sequel that wasn't a sequel that came out after this was Metroid Other M that was a, a side-scroller. Did they do similar things in that oh other like, other m is like it is out to lunch but did <laughs> they tell to... you where to go and what to do in that one did they follow oh, that um 
it's not uh it's not as bad like it's 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 got other problems it's got other issues okay. than than that uh it's it is story driven as well um so yeah there's that but you could still like, you can go back you can go back and explore things and all that another m there's lots of back and forth backtracking and finding hidden areas and and that another m so uh, really the game that we'll probably talk about it a little later but really the game that refined what uh mission uh fusion did not, is uh what the hell's the, the the other game that came out on the uh advanced. returns no the one that the other game that came out on the advance uh oh first zero mission. mission zero mission yeah that that's the one that really refined everything that fusion did and that's why i was pushing for that game to be the game of the month because i feel that's the superior game true but not always the most interesting game to talk about sure right sure you know if we can just if we're just heaping praise on it it's like okay why do i need to listen to this but right cutting it down to size we're getting we're getting it we're getting in the dirt we're getting in the weeds yeah okay so moving on now uh you you we were in sector one you move on to sector two and this is from a story standpoint a big moment because you learn that there is dun 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 an evil samus <laughs> right uh, yeah dubbed s-a-x sax sax and this is this is <laughs> essentially just an evil version of Samus looks exactly the same. I, I think slightly like oranger, like more orange. Yeah, she's got like a weird glow going yeah. on too. You know, yeah. uh, basically gives you like a radius where where she can see. You know, like that if you if you step into that light, you're gonna get spotted and she's gonna chase you. Yeah. So I don't know if we did we really get into that how this um, X vaccine um, can mimic what it. Uh, I guess what it touches or what it attacks or whatever, like it kind of makes this weird biological clone, if you will. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a lot, like when you go into a room in this game, there's like these X vaccines all just kind of floating around, floating around. And there'll be like a dead body of like a, of an alien or a monster or whatever. And it would go into it and, and like reanimate it and all that. Mm -hmm. And it could even recreate. So it recreates this, it recreates Samus because it has contact with Samus. So it recreates her. Now it's a little, it's a little far fetched that this organic thing recreates everything mechanical about Samus as well, like her suit and missiles and all that. But video game logic, right? Video just, game, yeah. You gotta go with it. Yeah. So I don't even remember what we we're talking about. <laughs> we we're talking about just that uh, yeah. Sax Sax, which Sax. I didn't like the name, and I eventually redubbed it Samusis because Samusis Sami. <laughs> because no, it's Samusis because it's like Nemesis. Because oh, I see. it just shows up throughout the game and like whenever it does, you gotta run. Because Samusis right, right. is so freaking powerful. Like you will yeah. get destroyed. She's yes, got a gun that takes yeah. like it's like two hits and you're you're dead. You're toast. And those are tense moments. I liked it. The music changed and everything. Like sometimes yeah. you would accidentally uh, like there would be no warning. You just walk into a room and like, oh, she's there, and you got to figure out how to get out of there. And if you don't, you're going back to a save point. One thing we don't talk about a lot on CC Portable is like sound and music and stuff. Uh, the music was great in this game, as is all. That's like a that's pretty standard in in the Metroid series. But um, the sound design in this one was great because it's true. You'd walk into a room, it'd be completely silent, and you just hear mm. like the footsteps, like the metal yeah. footsteps, like two two. And then Samus would walk on screen 
and you'd be like, "Oh no, run!" Yeah, and where, where and to she hide? is fast yeah. when she chases you. I mean, there's no room for error. You have to. Anyway, we'll get there. So we're in sector two right now. Uh, your objective in sector two is to unlock the level one locks, the blue, and get the bomb data, um, so you can do bombs because you have the morph ball, but no bombs yet. Uh, other weapons and abilities you pick up is you get the high jump and the jump ball after defeating the purple squid cyclops. I, I don't. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny. I'm looking up the, the boss names and the mini boss names, and a lot of these, they, they just don't have names. I don't know if the manual had names or what, but they, they it just they refer to them as, um, as uh, X, like parasites or something, like, like just X monsters. Like a very generic name. Yeah, I see. I got the, I got the manual here. Oh, so I'm a real collector, and I and I uh, flip through this manual regularly. You're very legit. And I don't see I don't see any uh, boss names or anything. I got like some generic monsters and that, but yeah, no bosses. We should talk a little bit about how the the it's it, how the uh, powers and everything are a little bit different. Like I guess we didn't really set up how. She's on this. She's really on this research base uh -huh. that's uh, on an uh, a moon or an asteroid or something. It's in orbit of uh, the planet SR88, and they're doing all this research and everything on on the Metroids. Uh, so that's why, like, there's this computer that really unlocks rooms and stuff like that. Like, usually she's, you know, you're on a Metroid game, you're on a planet, right? And you're mm -hmm. discovering like some ancient technology or something like that. Everything in this is like she has to. Uh, because she was fused with with the, this uh, parasite and everything, it kind of fried all of her systems. Uh, and, and what you need, what you're looking for, what you're searching for, is all your upgrades, which are downloaded uh, from from the mainframe, I guess, of this in this base. And all of her stuff is scattered out throughout the throughout the base. So where her missiles are, she's got to go to this one computer. They don't have very good internet or something. They, you know, <laughs> Wi-Fi isn't good. They're not connected. You got to go to this specific computer in this area to download your missiles. You right. got to go to this to download your high jump or your jump ball or whatever it is, right? So that's that was kind of a, a neat way to do it because traditionally it it there would be a real ham-fisted way uh, that Samus doesn't have her abilities anymore, and you have to go and find them again. Yeah, I mean most Whereas of it comes way, from it was... the Chozo statues, right? Yeah, and there and that is like... still in here, but it's. It's more limited than the other games because you, you, you'll download certain data, like bomb right. data, missile data, that sort of stuff. And then you'll get um, more upgrades from the Chozo statue. Yeah. So like your more basic stuff you download and then your like special right. abilities you get from the Chozos. Right. Yeah, I did like that. Um, and, and yeah, speaking of the computer, I think it's the name is Adam. That was right, something yeah. I took out of the big the the backstory. So there's this computer Adam that is someone that Samus knew or something, but it's like yeah. a sentient computer program now. Yeah. And so she's having this conversation with Adam throughout the game, and it's kind of a do I trust this computer? Do I not? That whole back and forth. Why is this computer yeah, sending it, me around? This this was the first time I had played Fusion since playing Other M. And I had forgotten how uh, involved Adam was in in Fusion, you know, because yeah. he's a he plays a big part in uh, Other M, and it's a 
lot a lot of the fans ire is their relationship you know because samus had has this persona of being a bounty hunter on her own kind of thing i do my own thing i don't follow orders well she even says it in this game i don't really take orders well where in other m she's just doing whatever adam says because adam is the boss right like it's really it's if we want to talk about unlocking abilities like other m really screwed the pooch in in that game how they did it like it was basically she'd be in a, a, a you know just a fire room there's fire molten lava and everything like that and she can she has her uh Viera suit or whatever it is you know the Viera upgrade suit? to yeah she has it on it on her she's it's in her system right she could just upgrade her suit so she you know she could be protected from all this fire but adam didn't give her permission yet to to do it to uh you know to use that uh. upgrade so she doesn't do it because so the once man again it's the man <laughs> keeping down yeah. the woman yeah so it, it yeah that was really bad but uh you know so you she has and, and you don't understand like why she has like this relationship with this guy why she cares about him right so much but yeah in this game you, you that that's what she was named she named the computer after this um former commander that she has that she has like this mad respect for for some bizarre reason yeah maybe she just has a crush on him i don't know yeah i was like do we ever have any like reason why she's got respect for him no i don't remember yeah no well either way that's adam the possibly evil or possibly good computer we don't know yet so right. moving, so after Sector 2, you'd think you'd go to Sector 3, but oh no, you'd be mistaken because we're going all the way to Sector 4, curveball. This game's non-linear, baby. <laughs> yeah, even though it's like, okay, go to Sector 4. Right. <laughs> it's so stupid. No. Yeah. Um, and your objective is to terminate Saris. And Saris is your first, like, official boss of the game. Right. Um, you can tell that because it actually has a name, unlike the purple squid cyclops thing. And Ceres is like an electric worm creature that is half in water, half out of water. And so you're jumping, right? That was that one. Yeah, yeah. You jump around. You got to hook onto the, the roof. And yeah, it, it flies all around the, uh, very the roof. very fast. Yeah. Um, and I found my strategy for that was I would just hang on to the far right wall. And mm-hmm. if you went yep. to the very top, you could just sit yep. there and he wouldn't touch you. And then you just shoot him as he came by. Super easy. Yeah, there was uh, one move that he would do that it would knock you down, but it was very infrequent that he would do that move. Correct. So, yep. you, yeah, so that's what I did too. Exact same thing. Great minds think alike. So after you beat Saris, you pick up the speed booster, which allows you to run and get past uh, the like falling bricks, right? Like yeah. the, the disintegrating bricks or whatever they're called. Um, I noted this was the first time I died in the game while fighting Ceres uh, mm. before I figured out my strategy. And then uh, any reason they didn't just make this Sector 3? I mean, the game is so linear at this point anyway. It seems... yeah, it, to, to make it seem like it isn't, I think. you know, yeah. To make it feel like as if you're doing things out of order. Exactly. Well, uh, it wouldn't be long before you'd be getting the Sector 3 because that's the next sector. So you go from mm-hmm. 4 to 3 where the objective is to unlock the green locks this time and get the super missile data or data. Um, and we come across our second boss here, uh, which was just called a security robot. And boy, this boss was tough. 
Now, this is the one that's uh, on the ground crawling around, and you got to and you got to jump the... up on the ceiling, ceiling, yeah, and shoot kind of into his missile pod, yeah, the, yeah, uh, part. And um, you got to be so quick because he'll shoot missiles at you, and then he yep. jumps around. You have like a very little moment where he's completely vulnerable, and that's you just got to yep. go to town on him. Um, and yeah, you I, actually I, fight him a couple times. Yeah, I, I gotta say I like the bosses in this game. They're 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 very mileage varies from boss to boss. Like some were super easy that you could cheese and that, but then there was others that uh, gave you a challenge. You had to figure out their pattern. You got you had to figure out what to do. And this was one of my I, I like this one, you know, because yeah. it was just a little bit tough and um, you had to get everything just right in order to uh, to beat it. And it was it was rewarding when you finally did. Totally. I did miss that, that we didn't really have in this game, spoiler alert, uh, this whole podcast is a spoiler alert, by the way. Right. <laughs> uh, you didn't really have like a big screen, uh, like a giant sprite, like uh, what is it, Craig? Yeah. yeah. From, from like, I like those bosses where the, they fill up like the whole screen. Those are cool. And it was all smaller bosses in this one. Is that a limitation to the Game Boy Advance? I don't know. I'm going to say no since Zero Mission was able to pull it off. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was just a creative choice. Right. Um, I also mentioned in Sector 3, why tell us to stay out of the heated areas? So this is like in the, the lava areas of the game. <laughs> right. Can't yeah. we just figure this stuff out on our own? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's so much hand-holding that even before we get there, they're like, don't go. If you get here, don't stay in there. You got to get out. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't we just realize that when our health starts going down rapidly, like get the F out of there. I don't know. I, I just... They didn't let me sit in on the focus group meetings for this game. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, some of the, I don't know why they made some of the decisions they did. Yeah. Um, and then we get another curveball. So we go from sector three to sector six. We skip wow. five. Whoa. And I put, does Samus, suspect oh no so i think this is uh two characters are talking two like shadowy figure characters and one of them says does samus suspect anything to which i put and the plot thickens (laughs) right yeah um i I, at this point i just don't care about the story of this game i'll be honest i it's it's so it seems so complicated yeah it's it's overly complicated for a metroid game absolutely for what you're doing um I, I do like parts of it. I do like, you know, a lot of the um, the idea behind it, like having her suit fused together, giving you a reason why she has to go get these parts and all that stuff. I like that kind of stuff, but um, Metroids are bad. Parasite, parasites are bad. So they just go bad. shoot them. Go go fight them. That's you know, funny. I I don't know why they feel they need to add all this extra, you know, conspiracy stuff and all that, but I don't know. Because people need story. Need That's what people yeah, they care need a about. carrot. They, they need the carrot, I they guess. Do, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so our objective in Sector 6 is to retrieve the Varia suit or Varia. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't even say it <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I know. What did you, you say? I, I don't know. Var, the Varia. Varia. Uh, and then I put those ice things suck. I don't know what that's in reference to, but there's some sort of ice things that suck. Ice is like a huge part in this game. 
for sure. There is, yes. A lot, and of, a lot you, of ice happening. You can't stand the cold until I think you get the Varia suit. Right. Right? Or something um, something like that. Yeah. Well the Met the Metroid's uh, natural um weakness is is ice. Right? Right. 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 So right. So the pet the parasite, it's supposed to be good. There's a lot of ice going on. So this is the only game too where you don't have the ice beam for a lot of the game. Uh, the yeah. ice beam is usually pretty big in Metroid game. Instead, they give you ice missiles, which right. are kind of act the same way as ice, uh, the ice beam, but you, you're, you're, you're only limited to so many, right? I think that was the idea is that you couldn't just spam it all the time. Right. Well, like any missiles, you eventually run out. Right. Um, in a Metroid game. And when do you get the ice missiles? Why, right after this, when we go to Sector 5. And that's, uh, that's your objective. And, that, and, and then unlock the, the yellow level 3 locks. Pretty basic uh, sector. And then we get to... Then we go back. For the for first time now, we're starting to backtrack. Mm. And uh, we go back to Sector 3. And you got, your objective is you got six minutes to shut down the main boiler cooling unit. Um, finally, a little refresher. You get something different gameplay-wise. You got a time limit. I, I, I always like that in the Metroid games. That's pretty standard. I think every Metroid game has some point. At some point, you run you run into a timer. You're racing against the clock. Um, yeah. I, I, although I did note that I completed it with two minutes and forty seven seconds remaining, so it's clearly not that difficult. Yeah. Well, there is a uh, once you beat the game, there is a, a harder uh, level that you can play through, which I think that time is shaved off a lot. So probably, probably. Yeah. I don't play hard mode though. Yuck. That's too difficult. <laughs> Come on. You also unlock the wide beam in Sector mm-hmm. 3, which is I that I love the wide beam. Once you get that, the game yeah, just completely changes. It's good times, for sure. Um we go back to our main deck where you gotta save the survivors. That's our objective. And that's actually the survivors is a cameo from Super Metroid. It's the the, the yeah, things you the... saved if you saved them in Super Metroid. This is assuming this is in the universe where you did save them. Right, right, yeah. Because that was how uh, yeah, you got the, the ones special that, in Super Metroid. They're the ones that taught you how to do the uh, the wall okay. jump in the you're right That's in right. Super Metroid. There you go. So moving on from the main deck, you go back to Sector Five. You get the power bomb data, uh, and then you go back to Samus's ship, um, where it sends you to the auxiliary power station, which is a new section we haven't been to yet in the game, where you got to restore the auxiliary power system it's just all about like this whole game is just restoring power and fixing and fix the cooling you know as you're going through this i'm realizing like really how linear this game is because this is like you have to do everything in this order yes there's now i'm I'm getting angry thank you yes yes let's get (laughs) angry i couldn't believe i was really interested to talk to you about this because i was like does he have the same feelings as me because i was like i couldn't believe how much you just had to yeah exactly like you said you just it's like you got a treasure map you just follow follow this to get to x you know right yeah yeah um yeah you gotta do everything in this order it's crazy that's right so uh you you get the space jump in the auxiliary power station which that changes that's another big game changer once you can do the space jump you can just jump forever it's great and we Mm -hmm. get our third boss the fire breathing spider robot yeah that was a cool boss too i liked it can you rem- remind me? I don't, I don't remember what happens in this fire breathing. 
uh, it it's a spider and it's a robot and breathes fire on you. Oh yeah, that was a really good fight. That, that was really fun. <laughs> but let's not spend too much time talking about it. Okay, moving on. Back to sector two. Samus chases you. Now this was like the big long chase where you had to get away, and if you made any errors, you were dead. I actually had to do this several times. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where you had to sure. like there there was walls that were down, and you have to shoot the uh, the button to like open it, the gate. Uh huh. Yep. And you have to do that like three times in a row while jumping up, and it's really scary. And I don't know. I like when you get the adrenaline going. I actually kind of wish there was more of that in the game. More, more chasing. Just more, yeah. Stuff with Samus. Uh, Samus. I'm really sticking to that. All right. I refuse to call it Sax. I like Sax. You like Sax? So uh, in Sector sax. Two, we also get the plasma beam. Um, and then we go back to Sector 5, where you got to investigate damage to Arc Reactor and defeat Nightmare. Oh, yes, Nightmare. Um, after which you get the gravity suit for defeating. And Nightmare was actually a fun boss. This is the one that, like, would change the... I don't want to, like, I don't want to say gravity, but you would shoot missiles at it. And it was, like, oh, magnets yeah, yeah. or whatever. And, they, and you had to get really close to it. Otherwise, yeah. the magnets wouldn't touch it. Or the, uh, missiles. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. Although, whenever you have bosses like that where you have to get really close, they always design them in such a way that it's like, how do I get close without hitting it? Right. And that was the issue I kept running into in this. I kept dying because there's this, you have to kind of get underneath it and shoot it really quick. And you only have a few seconds to do that before it comes down and touches you and you get hit. And blah, blah, blah. It's patience. You got to just like, you know, you got to say, okay, I can only get like two shots in and then I got to get out. You know. Just a little patience. That's true. <laughs> Never do that again. Although you're wearing the right bandana for the... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't reveal the oh, secrets sorry. of the show. Well, I'm tweeting that out. I got. I took a screenshot. <laughs> oh, I look oh, like garbage. It's in the, it's the morning. I haven't even woke up yet. <laughs> you look great. Um, I got a goofy look on my face, so don't oh, worry. Oh, good. So then we go back to Sector 4. You unlock all the Level 4 locks, which I believe are the last of the locks to get. Those are the red ones. Mm-hmm. And you get diffusion added to missiles. Do you remember what diffusion does? No, diffusion added to missiles. Diffusion. It diffuses the missiles. Yeah. Yeah, we'll play the game and you'll find out. All right. Back to Sector 6, you engage security robot box. All right. I, w- I wish I would have wrote down what the acronym box stands for. It's probably like bioorganic X robot. Oh, this is the security, the same security robot from before, but it's like upgraded. Right. Yeah, it's a little more stronger. Yeah. Yeah. After you get this guy, you get the wave beam, and oh, I put here uh, in my notes, I missed the big screen filling bosses of yore. Right. Yeah. This we're getting kind of towards the end of the game here, and it's all been small little tiny bosses. Yeah, it's true. So after this sector six, now we finally get to this is would be the end of the second act in a movie. Um, and we find out that the, this is the James Bond villain moment where he, we find out what the plot is. And so we go to the restricted zone and we find out the Federation yes. who hires Samus has begun working on a secret Metroid breeding program. And then Sax or Samus destroys all the Metroids and the breeding lab is destroyed detach- and detached from the station. So all the... Uh, you know, everything gets blowed up and you got to get off the station. Is that another timed moment? No. Yes. Is it? Uh, no, no, no. I think, I think you just 
run through the thing, and then Sam, uh, the Samusus is there, like blowing up all the Metroids. Right. And there's like a little cutscene where Samus gets out. Isn't there something you gotta do right after that? Don't you gotta? No, I might, I might be wrong. Um, no, I don't, I don't believe there was a, a time thing there. So you get a, a nice little thing, and this is where we kind of find out. That's where we uh, find out Adam's um, motivations. The computer, right, is there. Which again, it really, it doesn't matter if you care to know this. That's what happens. <laughs> no, I, I thought I, I thought it was cool though that you you got into that room and sacks. Yep. Sam Samus Sai or whatever the heck you're calling her. Samusis. Was like Nemesis. Was was fighting the the uh the Metroids because that's what the parasite would do, right? It's right. it's against that. And it's taking a little bit of its host, right? Which is against which is Samus and it's against the thing. So I thought that was a cool little uh neat little twist in a way, you know? Because yeah. you were you'd expect that Samus like the Samus Sai Samus Sacks turn around. Why is that so hard for you to say? Samus. <laughs> I don't it's hard for me to do new things on the fly. Um Samus <laughs> uh, would turn and start shooting at you, but instead you kind of work with her to to fight the the Metroids, which it's a nice little twist, I thought. Right. That was cool. So now we're back to sector 1 and our objective is to leave the station. We're at the end of the yep. game now. But we got a couple bosses left and our first boss is always the like second to last boss. I think in every Metroid game of the the, the originals, right? Mm, yep. Uh, oh well. Uh, well, kinda. Yeah. Sure. We'll say yes. What? What? Why? What? What? What are you thinking? Other okay. Well, in the in the first Metroid game, you fight Kraid and Ridley, but you could fight Ridley and then Kraid and then. Oh, you, you can, can do, do it, it either or. I see. Right, and then there's really only three bosses in that game, so yeah, sure. Uh, then in Super Metroid, I think you fight her. I I keep calling her her. I always thought thought Ridley was a girl. I don't know why. Why can't Ridley be Ridley. a girl? I don't know. It. I think it in officially it's supposed to be a guy, but I always assume it's a girl. Anyways, um, gender neutral, please. And then uh, I won't even. I won't even say what happens in zero mission because that is like really good stuff yeah that you should experience for yourself if you're a ridley <laughs> fan and you haven't played zero mission you need to play zero mission um and and to piggyback on that uh metroid samus returns for the 3ds also has some great ridley stuff okay i haven't played it oh oh that's the man, only you one are missing out <laughs> and ridley is the kind of the spokes villain of the metroid series more so than yeah, mother she... brain Ridley's yeah, she's the on the cover that... of Super Metroid, you know. Um, yeah, everything. She, yeah. Definitely. Metroid's definitely, or Ridley's definitely cooler. Oh, and then in the Prime series, too, you fight Meta, Ridley, and that. There's, it's yeah, all over the place. Right. And Ridley right. here, much like Super Metroid and the other ones, uh, it's kind of the same boss fight. Ridley always does pretty much the same thing. Fly around, smack you with the tail. It's just, it's always unload your missiles as quickly as you can. And kill it first, and hopefully you have enough health. That, that's why it's such a great moment in Zero Mission. I don't yeah. know why I kind of wish we were talking about Zero Mission right now. Because... <laughs> Man, I wish you would have played Samus Returns, because that is really cool. We'll talk about that after the show. Okay. Uh, so you beat Ridley, and now you're back to the main deck. Uh, your objective is to adjust the station's orbit to intercept SR-388, because otherwise you're going to like crash into it or something. 
Or you're gonna something crash. like that. Yeah, you're gonna crash anyway. That's your objective. And we, uh, oh, you, you. By the way, you got the screw attack finally. That's always like the right. last thing you get, um, which I actually found really hard to use in this game. Yeah, it wasn't as as smooth. Again, I don't know if that was a limitation of the um, Game, of the, Boy, of the Game Boy Advance. Maybe because um, the smaller screen. Yeah. Um, it had a, a less of an arc. Like usually, have like a big arc that you can, you know, build momentum with the screw attack. And this one, it was. I think you had to be a little quicker. Right. So now we get to the seventh and it's almost final boss, which is your showdown with the Sax, aka Samus's. Samus's. Um And Samus's. so this, my my initial gripe with this game was that it was so linear and it told you exactly what to do it's hold your hand the whole time but i Mm -hmm. think this problem i take more issue with this pissed me right the f off i hated this i wrote it in all caps (laughs) the stupidest decision in the creation of this game was the choice to not allow you to go back and collect anything you've missed before the final showdown yeah, there, so, there, there is a spot where you can do that. There um, is, but unless you know to do it, right. then if you go yeah. too far and advance the story, you cannot go back. And so what do I always do when I play a Metroid game? Well, I get all the way up to when I know it's going to be like the final boss, and then I go back and collect everything so I can get 100% at the end of the game. Yay, it's easy. That's what they always let you do. No, no, not in this game. So I had only collected maybe 50% or something. It was, mm. it, was, it was ridiculous. And I was very underpowered going into this fight against Samus, especially health-wise. I hadn't picked up a lot of the, the energy tanks, and I thought I could just go back and get them. And no, you can't. All the doors are locked. And this, this frustrated me so much because I started doing the Samus fight, and I'm just getting my butt handed to me. I, I mean, I because it's it's difficult to dodge Sax in this fight. She's <laughs> constantly jumping around and hitting you, and it she's c- kind of got like a rubber band attached to you because no matter where you go, she's like right on your tail, following you. Um, especially if you're in the air. Yeah, and I could not beat Samus from from where I was at. I had so few upgrades. I had like mm. the bare minimum you needed to get by. And and to this point, it had been pretty easy, except when you get to this fight. And so I was like, what do I do? I'm not going to be able to beat this game. And I tried over and over and over again, couldn't do it. And I was like, this is unbelievable. I, I'm going to give up on this game right now, and I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to go look uh, online what the, the end is. But if you beat the game, if you have already beaten the game, you can go back and... Uh, Get, collect everything before you f- fight the end boss again. Right. And so I had a previous save file oh. that I had beaten. <laughs> and so it starts from the same moment. Right. So I just loaded up that save file and uh, went and collected a bunch of stuff because I don't think I'd finished it on there. And then I went and beat the game on that save file. <laughs> I think I uh, Eric would consider that cheating, I think. That's big time cheating. You cool went story, back in bro. Time. You went back. <laughs> well, Eric's got a problem with rules. He's got too many rules, but yeah, yeah, that's wild. Um, 
I, I hate it when Pete when when people say this, what I'm about to say to you. Okay. Um but I'm gonna say it with with peace and love. Um you fought Samus wrong. What? Yeah, you fought you fought her you fought her wrong. Go on. No, I, okay, so I'm not no. I'll just say there is a there is a pattern that you can use to fight her if you stay on the ground. Yeah. If you don't fly around, if you don't jump around, if you I just wasn't. stay on the ground. But you need yeah, to you, you need to jump around to like avoid her when you're on the ground. You do need to jump over her, but Correct. there's a real there's a there's a pattern, a real easy pattern that if you're on the ground, you just shoot a missile at her and there's a certain things that she'll do. And if you just stick to that, like she won't go to like some different attacks, which is what I did. And then you can you get her to that because uh, she eventually turns into that bigger beast, right? The bigger beast is super easy. She's only yeah, that, really difficult when simple. she's in her Samus form, right? But if you're flying around, if you're jumping around using the screw attack, and you're flying around, the, she'll just she'll annihilate you. No, like no, no. I misspoke. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't doing that. I was sticking to the okay. ground because I. I did. I had to like read a strategy, like, okay, what's the best way to do this so I can pull this oh, off? Okay. But you, okay. I, like, I, I can't overstate how much, how little health I had. Okay. And you still take damage every once in a while because you're not yeah. perfect. Right. You know, nobody's perfect, and I would just get worn down eventually. And her, her shots do so much damage; they yeah. take off like one whole energy tank almost. Yeah. And um, so. You know, if I would have stuck with it, I'm sure I I, I would have eventually squeaked through. Mm, but but I you was did. So close and, to the end, and you of the decided game. to cheat anyways. And... Yeah, I was so close to the end of the game. I was like, <laughs> I I I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this. And so I ended up finishing the game with a clear time of five hours and fifty two minutes, and my rate for collecting items was eighty five percent. But that's off my I, old save file. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't think save... you didn't finish this game. You you. <laughs> You I'm okay with that. an old save file. I'm okay. okay with that. I'm totally okay right. with that. Yeah, I think I only had... your clear time was in, in that? I, I think I finished it under four hours, but I only collected like 66% of the items or something ridiculous like that. I took yeah. a screenshot of it. I played this game back in December. <laughs> right. I didn't play it this month because I was just like... You asked it for to be on it. I'm like, you know what? I, I want to play... I just want to play it right now. And... 2018 is my year of it's the challenge to just play whatever I want to play. Totally. And uh, that's what I wanted to play. So yeah. I played, I played through those games that's and totally I just, fine. I just wanted to do like a, just a quick run through the game. You know, I didn't yeah. really like, I'm not going to collect everything. Cause I've done that in the past. I got save files in the past where I've hundred percent everything. And it's probably taken me, you know, five or six hours to do all that stuff. So this one was just a quick run. And um, yeah, I think I only had like 66 or 69 percent or something like that it was in the 60s yeah okay this is my favorite part of the show I so love this, this is look at look at what i got here what do i got that's nice you got a nintendo power with metroid fusion on it i do i got out the uh the actual issue and um for you listeners there at home this is volume 163 and it's a thick one right around this time they were doing some really thick ones and this is no exception um, and so this has a lot of stuff about Metroid Fusion inside of it. And before we get to our ratings, I thought it would be interesting to see what did old Nintendo Power rate Metroid Fusion? Because Nintendo Power was a, a, a little Trumpian, 
Uh, <laughs> you when, think? Yeah, they, because <laughs> no one could ever do wrong in Nintendo Power's eyes. Even if right. it was a terrible game, they would praise it as if it was the best thing since sliced bread. And when it came to Nintendo properties, oh my gosh. Uh, so it's so, almost like as if they benefited if you were to go out and buy these games so they kind of like yeah. hype them up a little you know interesting mm. but so, i love the fact that you do this this is my favorite part of the show because I, I never had any nintendo powers as a yeah. kid or anything well so if it's i fun have it it's it's like why not yeah and so okay this is i'm going to be reading from uh if you have this issue it's on page 212 um and it's it's a, it's a review of Metroid Fusion. So it says, Great gameplay and a strong story fused to form a new classic. Whereas Metroid Prime expands Samus Aran's universe with a groundbreaking first-person GameCube network adventure, GCN, Metroid Fusion stays with the side-scrolling action-adventure style that made Samus's NES, Super NES, and Game Boy games long-standing favorites. Like its predecessors, Metroid Fusion puts Samus into a huge, hostile environment that is filled with tough enemies and tons of secrets. With her power suit infected by a deadly X-Parasite, Samus must put on the new Fusion suit and regain all of her special abilities while she attempts to keep the parasites from spreading throughout the galaxy. A vaccine made from the natural enemies of the X-Parasites, Metroids, allows Samus to absorb the parasites and use them to refill her lost energy and abilities. The game's great level design gives the player a reason to return to previously explored areas every time Samus earns a tool that allows her to break through new barriers. Improvements over the established Metroid style include a compelling conspiracy and cloning storyline, and ability upgrades that make Samus more powerful than ever before. In previous games, you sometimes had to give up one weapon to get another weapon. I don't remember that. Uh, Metroid Fusion changes uh, that. Yeah by presenting weapon upgrades that only add new strengths and never take them away. Oh, they're referring to like Super Metroid where you could choose which one yeah, you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of, I, I miss that from Super Metroid and it not being in this game. They kind of just, you just I upgrade everything. Because you, yeah. you kind of, it's like a mix and match. You get to play however you want. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, and then we actually had uh, comments from three Nintendo Power people. I don't. George, Scott, and Stephen weighed in their thoughts. Oh, so George, fest. yeah, George said uh, this is the part I love. George said Metroid Fusion refines the already amazing gameplay and play control of previous Metroid games. It's my pick for the best GBA game yet. Scott says, <laughs> "Well, it's 2002. Yeah, that's there was a true. lot out yet." <laughs> Scott says Fusion is a brilliant return to the classic Metroid style of action gaming, and Stephen says. The latest Metroid to hit a handheld is sleek, has sleek sci-fi style, a cachet of great moves, tight controls, and a plot that give Samus more depth. So they're loving it. Yeah, and they're fans. We, we got star ratings. It's fives across the board. All fives. All fives. And it's mm. rated E for violence. Mm. So Nintendo Power loved it. Obviously, I had my issues with it. And that brings us to our question round, Mars. I got some questions for you. All right. Three questions. We'll get them. I'm ready. We'll go through them quick. Number one, who is this game for? I think anyone who likes side-scrolling adventure. Yeah. I agree. This is, you know, it's Nintendo games are always pretty accessible. Um, yeah. And young kids can play this. It's not, uh, it's nothing crazy. It's rated E for everyone for a reason. I, I think that... Um... You know, the um, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's your question number three. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> question number two: Is this a good portable game? Uh, well, I don't play it portable, so I don't know. Um, but you had mentioned I, before that they uh, took certain steps towards making yeah. it easier to play portably. I, it's it's designed to be a portable Metroid game. I think it's better if you're playing it on the couch, to be honest. Like if you're playing it in one sitting, you know, I think you get more out of it than just trying to play it on the go and all that stuff. Like to me, like a, a portable game, like a real good portable experience is like something like Tetris or, or like a small puzzle game like that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, push Mo on the 3DS or something like that. Something short. You don't really have to think about a story or anything like that. That's for me personally, what I prefer. Yeah. I don't really like big story driven stuff on the go. Um, even like JRPGs, I know people like their JRPGs, but I like, like, I like grinding in a JRPG on a, on a handheld, but I hate like trying to follow a story and everything on a handheld. Yeah. It just kind of loses me. So I, I think, you know, I think it's better if you were to play it like through the Game Boy player or on, or, or you know, be a pirate, get it on the, the retro pie or something, or you can buy it on the Wii U now. Right. So it's available Sounds on the like Wii that, U. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point. Um, and actually, the, one of the things that they do that's great in Samus Returns is you're hunting down Metroids. And so you constantly have a counter of how many Metroids you need. And so I think that gives a, a good pick-up-and-play um, aspect to the game because you can just pick it up at any time and be like, okay, how, how many do I have left? Okay, I can just go hunt yeah. one down and, and yada, yada, yada. That's um, a carryover from the original game on the Game correct. Boy. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then question number three, out of five, five being perfect, one to five, how would you rate this game? Okay, well, if you go over to my uh, website, buriedonmars.wordpress.com, my blog, that's if you right. will. That's right, buriedonmars.wordpress.com. Yeah, that's good. Good, excellent blog there. Uh, I, I've been reviewing ACDC uh, albums over there because I'm a huge ACDC fan, and I always – like it, it's really hard for me to knock an ACDC album because I'm a fan of it, so I always – come at it this way when i rate one of those albums is i i rate it as an acdc album like how it stacks up to the rest of their catalog and how it stacks up to music in general everything else right so they always get a five out of five for me because ultimately i'm gonna go grab one of those albums and listen to them over let's say justin bieber or you know some poppy garbage like that or something like that right yeah so I think as a Metroid game itself, I think it I think it is up there. I would put it in the top five somewhere. Not not in the top three, but it's it'd probably fall into four or five. Well, there's not um, a lot of Metroid games to begin with. It's not no, hard to crack the top five. That's true. That that is true. But there there's a lot of good Metroid games. You know, there's about seven or eight or Okay. You know what? You know, let me rephrase the question. This will be more interesting, I think. Since there's so few Metroid games, and we're talking just the side-scroller ones, rate the side-scroller ones. From just the side-scroller ones? Yeah, let's not count Metroid Prime, because that's a totally different kind of gameplay style. And... Okay, so if we're going with just side-scrollers, I'll go. I'll say number one is, is Super Metroid. Yeah. Number two is Zero Mission. Uh, number three, so what we got left? We got Fusion. 
uh, the original Metroid. The original Metroid. The the original the Game Boy one, Sam, uh, Metroid Two. Sam, yeah. And then the remake, and then other M is side scrolling. Sort of. It's not really side scrolling. I wouldn't consider that a side scroller. Oh no. Okay. I haven't no. played it, so I don't know. It, it's not really. It's okay. two point five in some points. So that's. I think that's your order right there. Just what we said. <laughs> How we listed them. Uh, so can you go, Metroid, go through it again. Super Metroid. Zero Mission, Fusion, the original Metroid, and uh, the the Game Boy one. Okay. Uh, which the title I it, Metroid Two. Okay, so it ranks number three on your list. Of... On the side scrollers, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would mm, probably put it at number four. I think I would go Super Metroid, Samus Returns, which you haven't played, so that's okay. Uh, and then I would do Zero Mission. Fusion, Metroid, Game Boy. All right. That's fair. So there you go. Yeah. Um, Basically on the same page. Yeah, yeah. It's not a perfect game. It definitely has its issues, of which I mentioned. The two big ones being uh, that it just holds your hand everywhere and that you can't go back and collect the items. <laughs> Man, did that <laughs> to drive me nuts. Right. See, like that that's the way I, I think I have to look at it is like if you if you just look at it as a game for the Game Boy Advance, to me it's like it's it's near perfect. You know, if it wasn't in the Metroid universe, if it had nothing to do with if you, you weren't comparing it to Zero Mission or Super Metroid, it's it, to me it's like it it would be like, wow, this is a great, you know, kind of Metroid like game. You know, yeah. there's a lot of Metroid like things in it and everything. It doesn't follow exactly formula but it does its own thing. But because it has the title, because you are going to compare it, then maybe you got to knock off a point because it isn't as good as Super Metroid or or Zero Mission. And that's exactly what we did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, and that brings us to our two-word reviews, which I totally forgot to write down, so I'm going to have to search them on Twitter right now. And I have. We got some good two-words reviews sent in uh, this time. You didn't uh, – don't you usually ask what game uh, you would recommend if you like this one? What game is uh, – or is that later on? That's right after this. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot to read Do you want to do, you want to do that right now? Well, uh, if it will give you time to – No, no, no. Uh, I, have, I have it pulled up right here. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do it in your order, man. I'll sit back here. Just so be quiet. So Musty Hobbit <laughs> said – and I have to, I'll have to spell it out for you after I do it. He said – Sexy time, like, <laughs> like, like sexy time. But he right. He, he did spell it S A hyphen X hyphen Y time. So good on you. Points for creativity, there. Musty. A lot of hyphens in there. Question. Uh, Chris R at Basguy six fifty four. Uh, he also got creative with his hyphens. He said X parasites suck. <laughs> pretty clever, right? Yeah, not bad. Because they do suck. It works on works on two levels. Both levels. Like yeah. Matt Bandy. Uh, he he he's not satisfied with just one two word review. He always has to leave like two two word reviews. And he so he challenge. gave us. Oh oh, you know what? I wonder if he actually meant this to be one, and he he fixed it. Okay, I'll I'll read the original one. The original one he put was Samus Crush, and then he has the little. Okay emoji with the two hearts for the eyes like he's in love 
But then he corrected it, I think, and he put Samus Smitten. So a little alliteration. I think he just changed it to have some alliteration. Took some poetic license there and and, and fixed his original thought. Yeah. That's right. And this was for good. February's uh, Game of the Month, the Who Do You Love right. poll. You know, was, uh, exactly. Uh, so he's smitten by Samus. And then Chris Roberts, he puts he put uh, needs switch port, and he used the hyphen to <laughs> connect switch and port. He's always breaking the rules, Chris Roberts. Where's my shame sound effect? It's a two-word review. Ding, damn ding, it. ding. Shame. No, no hyphens. Uh, and I don't know. I'm sorry if I missed anyone. Uh, let me look up two-word review. Let's see if I missed anybody. Uh, that would be a negative. So there you go. Mars, did you have a two-word review? Yeah, and I sent it to you on uh, Twitter. Did you see it? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever... Oh, oh yeah? I can't wait to read it because it was it's the it's the best one. Uh, the oh yes, here we go. Uh, so you use the hashtag two word review. That's weird. It didn't come up. Um, buried on Mars at buried underscore on buried. No, never mind. You get <laughs> it. You get it. You get it. You said, and I'm gonna have to kind of explain this one as well. You said few shuns. Yeah. Play, play on the whole. Fusions title. You, right. It's two words. Yeah. Few shuns. As in very yeah. few people would avoid this game because right. it's good. Few shuns. That's what you were going for. It's horrible. It's horrible. I love it. I love it. Sorry. No, I apologize to everyone out there. Uh, and my two-word review, I thought long and hard about this, and it's going to be Metroid Confusion. Oh, because I am confused as to why they added these stupid things to the game when regular Metroid is just all, they they have it figured out. You don't need to change the formula. Yeah, and I am yeah, confused. Yeah, so if you th you think that if they didn't do like the hand holding, if they left it open, it would have been it would have made for a better game, even even though it's a handheld game. Yeah, because okay. I because I, I kind of agree with what you were saying before about it's better to play it on a console. Mm -hmm. It is. I, I think yeah. you should. And, um, you know, why, why hold your hand if you're just going to play it on the console, play it like the, the regular ones. Gotcha. I don't, I don't like that. They hold your hand. No. So there you go. Um, and now our final thing, you're very excited about this. This is your moment, Mars, your time to shine. All right. I'm going to let you do it. Okay. All right. So you just, what am I doing? You, you take the reins. This is if you liked this game, you might also oh, right. like. Okay, so yeah, if you like this game, well, you will also like. Of course, we mentioned it a hundred thousand times. The the go to answer, the easy answer, is Metroid Zero Mission, which I feel took all the steps that they made in in Fusion. It's a game that came out a few years later, and they made it better. Uh, it's it's a little less. There's there's some direction in there. You know, they give you like, this is where you should go next, but you're still free to explore anytime you want. It's a remake of the original Metroid game that came out on the NES, and it's just refined. There's just more to it, I think. It's just the overall, it's just a better, better game. And, you know, it's, it had the advantage of coming out after Fusion and learning some of the, I won't say mistakes, but some of the direction that they might have, you know, that might have annoyed some people. 
you know, it's just better. It's a more refined game. Um, but that's the obvious answer that everyone knew we were going to say anyways, right? Yeah. Well, and I so, agree. I mean, I, I think the best thing that Zero Mission... I mean, it's, it is the superior version of the original Metroid story, mainly because they give you a map. Yes. Which was map that, missing in the yeah. NES version. Yeah, I've never played the original Metroid without a map that I yeah. printed off the internet. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you have to. Or you just got to get the graph paper and, and draw it out, you know? Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, you got you to check it out. And then I would also say Metroid uh, Samus Returns is an easy, easy one. And I can't believe you haven't played that. Oh No, I haven't. Oh. No. <laughs> Everybody, go on Twitter and tell Mars to play this. They've already been harassing me for like, since the game came out a year ago. So oh, it's I, so I just, good. Yeah. You're going to yeah. love it. Um, do, uh, I have a little more obscure um, uh, recommendation here for you. Yeah, hit me. Uh, if you, I, I'm even going to do a little producing here for you, right on the spot. Oh, that's yeah. that's how that's what you get when you get Mars on your podcast. He delivers some producing for you. So the game I'm going to recommend came out on the Nintendo th- uh, DS a few years ago. It's by Way Forward. It's a side-scrolling game with a lot of Metroid uh, feel and vibe to it as well. It's a little slower paced, but it is. Can you see that? Aliens Infestation. Oh, I've been looking for that game. It's really good. It's good times. Um, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Duke uh, from Retro Nonsense is a huge fan of this game. Yes. So I think that this would make an excellent uh, Halloween game in October. I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you, I, I know Duke has been jonesing to play that game, and I have been looking for it. It's actually a hard game to track down. Is it now? I it, they had. I I mean, I picked this up in the bin at Walmart for ten bucks. That was probably about four or five years ago, though. Really? So, uh, yeah, I just picked it up on a whim. I was like, oh, aliens. You know, like alien games yeah. are kind of. Well, I can't find it. I think people caught on that it's actually like pretty decent. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I saw Sega. Like when I got it home, I, I saw Sega on the cover. But when I got it home, I looked at the back and I saw Way Forward, yeah. and I was like, oh. Maybe this, you know, maybe this is a hidden gem. So like, and it, and and it is. So yeah, I, I guess people have caught on. It's, so Duke, it can't be. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I was just gonna say it can't be stressful. It's a little bit of a stressful game because you get these characters and you you play with these characters and it's permanent death if they die. If they're permadeath. gone, yeah, permadeath. They're gone. They're gone. And you you can play about four. Uh, three or four same char- like characters at, at a time. So once they die, they're gone. And then you go and you, you play uh, another character and try to unlock uh, you know another character in the game. So yeah. it can be stressful if you're trying to keep somebody throughout the entire game. That's really the challenge is to keep someone. But if you just allow yourself to play the game and just like if someone dies, oh, well, I'll just move on to the next guy right. kind of thing. And it, it does kill you, though, because they have different abilities and all that. And, uh, you know it's the same kind of Metroid thing where there's like doors that are locked. You got to figure out how to unlock them and you gain, uh, cause because the characters have different abilities, you have different abilities. And, you know, like we mentioned before, Metroid takes a lot of inspiration from the alien franchise. So it's all there. So it's, yeah, it's good times. Well, there you go. So Duke, if you're out there listening, I have been looking for the game. I don't own it yet. So I'm hesitant to put it on a poll or something because I got to have the game to be able to play it. 
Right. Uh, but I am looking for it. I'm trying to answer your prayers, Duke. Do it. Uh, you got until October. That's true. That's good. Yeah. That's a good October one. Um, yeah. And there we go. That's it for Metroid Fusion. My goodness. I don't know Ooh. what it is about you, Mars, but you just bring out the longest podcast I know everyone. I know I, I, <laughs> I talk too much that's the problem how long we've we been recording uh, I think I got us at like an about an hour and a half right now I know it just yeah well it's you great. know what? It, to be fair though this game has a lot going on it There's does a lot in the story so it does that's not my fault if we were doing if we were doing Tetris we'd be we'd be done in 20 minutes oh yeah I think it deserves yeah. a little bit more does, time yeah yeah um did you have any final thoughts on on Metroid Fusion you wanted to add? Not really. Just that it like you know like we're, we've been comparing it a lot to the other Metroid games, but it is really a good game. It's just it's a good game that if you haven't played, you should play it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Cool. Well, moving on, let's get that Metroid Fusion out of here because we got to talk about <laughs> what's coming up in the CCP. So next month is hopefully it's either going to be a complete success or a complete failure and it all hinges on you guys what have i set myself up for i have no idea we'll find out next month's theme is march madness i wanted to make this kind of different from the rest of the year this is the one time a year where we just go nuts and you play whatever you want to play so this actually fits in really good with your play whatever uh, right whatever you want whatever you want because as long as you play it on the ds or the 3ds that that that's it those are the rules any game just and, the the game of the month in march is any game on the ds or 3ds and that means uh ds game boy advance 3ds dsi eShop. however you had a lot of options i don't care how you play it. it's not cheating if you play a game boy advance game that's a function of the DS, and that's what you guys voted on. So you can play whatever you want. And I please, this is the one thing I beg of you, and this is what is going to make it a success or a failure. Right. I want to I wanna light up those forums with uh, what you guys played. I want to get a, hear what everyone's playing. I want to hear your review. Just leave a one sentence, two sentence, three sentence, however long review of whatever game you're playing. And so we can just uh, hopefully recommend a bunch of games uh, on the podcast. I'm still kind of figuring out the format of the podcast, how we're going to work it. It's not going to be like how it normally is. I kind of want to jump around. I'm going to hopefully ask a lot of questions on Twitter over the month so we can spice it up with some questions, like perhaps uh, what's your you know, favorite 3DS game? What's the worst? What's the most disappointing? I don't know, stuff like that. I kind of want to – I just want to have it be a, a potpourri of uh, – of madness, March Madness, you know, all things Nintendo DS and 3DS. Whew. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool idea. I like it. And I'm excited to see what uh, what happens next month. I will say, though, um, I think you want to put a limitation on them reviews and say, like, make it like a small paragraph or something, because there are some verbose people in this club. Agent Poyo Poyo, I'm looking at you, sir. Like, there's like they'll they'll write an entire uh you know Iliad. But that's, but that's uh, fine on a, on a because it's not. Are you going to really if, read all that on 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 the podcast? Perhaps, perhaps not. But the point is, it'll be on the forums for everyone oh, to check out and go back to. So I can highlight it. I can maybe cherry pick the best parts of the review and then I send. Oh, so you're going to edit? You're going to edit people's reviews? All right. Um, I'm not saying that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> like I said, I'm still figuring it out. But we'll find out. But please, 
please let me know what you're playing. At the very least, just let me know what you're playing. I'd love, I'd, I'd love to have a compiled list of what everyone's playing. Um, even if you don't want to leave a review, or if you just want to do like a two-word review, that's totally fine. Leave your top five DS games. Yeah. Tell Curtis I, like what your top five is. Top people five. like doing the lists. Yes, people love lists. Tell um, us your top top five worst DS games. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I'm, the ball is in your court. You know, you guys use the forums. Whatever you want to hear me talk about, put it in the forums. Anything's up for grabs. Whatever you want. This is an open forum, you know. Really? Anything? We can ask you anything? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely anything? It's March Madness, Mars. Can we can we do a little madness in February? Just to stretch the show out just a little bit. What? Oh, go ahead. Well, Sarah, Sarah wanted me to ask you a question. Okay, I may or may not edit this out of the show. <laughs> well, it's nothing like crazy, but she wants to know if the reason why you were not at the uh, HRI stream, why you didn't make it to our to our charity event where we the club su- successfully all gathered together, and why Curtis, a, a pillar in the uh, Cartridge Club community, was was absent. Uh, all that weekend she wanted to know if it was because you know a little hollywood elitism and maybe you were like i don't know running away from harvey weinstein or something absolutely not no um well yes i was running away from harvey weinstein but that that, that has nothing to do with my hollywood that's what we figured elitism no uh i did poke in for just a second and it was i want to say it was saturday morning it was when musty was playing dark souls Oh, that was good times. I popped I in like for a second. Um, however, this weekend I was like gone all weekend. Saturday, it was a bad weekend for you. Yeah, Saturday I ended up uh, for a friend uh, for like a birthday thing. We all went to Disneyland, and so I was at Disneyland like you know all day on Saturday, and then Sunday um, I was out again. I had to go, uh, I had to run a Smash Brothers tournament. At, oh uh, really? At a bar, yeah, yeah. And so nice. I was out most of the day setting up for that, and then then we did that. Um, so yeah, I kind of missed it, but I I think it was great. And I'm like, I was just listening to Retro Fandango last night. Congratulations on the uh, on all the money you raised. That's that's nuts. Yeah, we, like you right, blew past your goal right away. Flew past it within the first hour. I think that's fantastic, <laughs> and I really hope that this um, is the beginning of many things to come like this. I think that's a great thing for the Cartridge Club to get into. Um, to do more streams and like charity events like this. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I think and, I think uh, you've started something really special with this. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I started it. I mean, they did do something in December. Uh, None of that stream. counts because I don't know about it. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did it. Yeah, it was all me. Uh, no, sorry. I just wanted to bust your chops for not showing up. So that was that, totally. She and, and to be honest, to, I did want to. I wanted to leave a. a comment to like prove that i was there um but i i know nothing about like dark souls and and i i popped in just to like see because i was like oh this is cool they're doing it you know um but i yeah i had nothing to add and like musty was like okay so i go over here and i i stab this guy and then i i run up the stairs and i was like okay that is a perfect impression of musty i've never heard a better impression of musty before so so here i here I am in Iowa, and I'm playing, <laughs> playing Dark Souls. Oh, you better not edit this out. That's good and I, times. <laughs> and I'm, I'm moving 
I, I don't know if you can see behind me, but things are getting things are getting packed up because I'm moving to a different <laughs> home in Iowa. Sounds exactly like him. It's incredible. It got worse as it went on. <laughs> uh, wait, we have gotten so off track. What were yeah, we talking we're way about? Off. See, I'm sorry. I, I stretched this stuff out way too, way too. March long. Madness. Yes, that's some of the things you can expect in March Madness. I have no idea. Why well, promise that? I don't know if I can deliver on that. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then in April, our theme was ring cleaning. A little play on spring cleaning. And we were voting mm. on Sonic the Hedgehog games for the Game Gear. And the one that you guys chose was Sonic the Hedgehog, the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, which, if you don't have a Game Gear, it is available on the eShop for like five bucks. So don't worry. Although we do have a couple people out there that are dedicated to playing this on the Game Gear, which kudos to you. I actually recently discovered my Game Gear does not work. So of I course. will be playing it on the eShop. Yeah, what are the odds? Yeah. Um, and I then think it's, uh, it's on a few collections too, right? GameCube collection and a PS2 collection. You know, it's actually not on the Sonic Gems collection. Oh, it isn't. Um, oh. They have the second one, Sonic the Hedgehog ah. 2, which is actually uh, worse or supposedly inferior to the original one on the Game Gear, which is oh, why really? I put that one on the poll. Oh, okay. Because I wanted a better experience. However, I think this is going to be a really interesting game to play. So I look forward to seeing what everyone thinks. And I, I hope we can kind of blow up the forums uh, this month because, A, it's our first Game Gear game. Game, Gear game and uh, I don't know how good it's going to be. So mm. I, it's, uh, you know, anything's up for grabs. That, that'll be fun. But that's in April. So um, uh, track down your Sonic the Hedgehog for Game Gear for April. And then finally, drum, drum roll, please. We're doing our May. Do you have one? Oh, that was your keyboard. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. And uh, we're doing our May game announcement. And our theme for May, don't hate me for this, our theme is Maysteries. Oh, shame. Maysteries. Shame. <laughs> you know, like like mysteries, but. Yes. But Maysteries. Yes. It's all about shame. paying attention in May. And you are going to be paying attention to two games, which you will be voting on. Two games that uh, a lot of people have uh, suggested, and I think they're both great. I've actually uh, played neither of them, but I hear such great things about them. I don't think we can pick a bad game this month. We got two choices. We're either going to be playing uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, or we will be playing Professor Layton and the Curious Village. Two kind of puzzle solvey type games um, on the DS. And it's up to you guys for Maysteries, what you want to play. So starting in March on the CC Portable Twitter, which is at CC Portable Unite, we'll throw up a poll. It'll be up for a week. You guys can vote on which game you want to play in May. And that's all I got to say about that. Boom. Announcements done. Plug time. Check out the forums as if I haven't said it enough at cartridgeclub.org. And please share your experiences alongside us. We always get some fun uh, uh, stuff going on in the forums. As always, you can find me on Twitter, at CC Portable Unite, where I will post all my CC Portable stuff. And then uh, let me know what games you'd like to play, or if you want to be a special guest like uh, <laughs> Melissa here. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> didn't copy and paste that one. Uh, <laughs> like Buried on Mars here. Uh, and speaking of Mars, where can we find you? 
Uh, Retro Fandango, the best podcast of 2018. Just check, just type in Retro Fandango, and then that's where I am. That's where I live. And then you can check out my blog as well, buriedonmars.wordpress.com. I'm going to, okay, first all of all, I love Retro Fandango. I love that you guys are doing the weekly format. Um, it's always a high priority when that comes out to listen to. But I really do want to, like, pimp out buriedonmars.wordpress.com. Over the summer, I found myself, that was like when you were re- reviewing, uh, was that when you started doing the Marvel movies? Or no, I think you were doing, gosh, you did, like, Copland. And, yeah, I did a few. Yeah, just a few generic movies, and then yeah, I a bunch of like action started movies. doing the Marvel ones. Yeah, I was loving them. I, I I love them. I love whenever you post a new review, your breakdown of the film, how you rate it. It's it's really in depth and great, and I cannot recommend it enough. I got sucked in. I would just sit there and read my phone and read <laughs> your reviews. I I just scroll through the whole thing. It was really fun. Nice. Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna get back to doing them. I'm on an ACDC kick right now. And I like that. I like that too because I'm a huge ACDC fan. So I'm nice. uh, uh, But I haven't listened to a lot of their full albums. And so I like hearing all these uh, uh, reviews you're doing. Nice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Check them out at buriedonmars.wordpress.com. And with that, we have made it to the end finally. Woohoo. I'm going to thank you, Mars, for being here. Thank you for, for having me. And thank you for choosing me over anyone on any sort of poser podcast or anything you got you went for the legit uh person who knows something about video games absolutely absolutely and it was great to have you here and if you could mars sign us off with our cc catchphrase uh what is it uh what do i say cc untie that's it (laughs) untie That's what we're going to go with. I'm just going to cut it out. Don't even say it. Sure. (laughs) 